Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is the show where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered by me, your host and coach, Adam Pullman. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about signs that are potentially telling you that you are over-exercising, overreaching, overtraining. So how do you know you're overtraining? We're going to be talking about some things that you can look out for with that. Make sure you tune into this episode for more there. Now, this last month, so it's July, so in June, we were doing a giveaway for uh, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts. So this episode is here to announce the winners of that giveaway. Now, the giveaway was a Mir product, so Mir makes amazing um, cups, tumblers, mugs, things like that, that keep your drinks cold or hot for long periods of time. Uh, it's an amazing company. And, uh, the giveaway was if you leave a rating or review, you'd be entered to win a product of your choosing from me. So here I am today ready to announce the winners. All right. So now these are just usernames off of Apple podcasts. So the first winner is going to be girls rule the world 14 <laughs> girls rule the world 14 that sounds like one of those emails that you would have when you're like 12 girls rule the world 14 at yahoo.com um the next the next win that wasn't meant to be an insult by the way um the next winner is a was 37 so a w a s s 37 and the last winner is Heather Peruki. So go ahead and send me those usernames on Instagram or send me an email uh, with your first and last name along with that username. And I will go ahead and send you the link to Mir where you can pick a product of your choosing. If you have not left a rating and review yet, um, it would still be a great way to help people find out about the show, to spread the word. Um, and so what you can do is go to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review. The written review section is extremely important. Um, it helps boost uh, results when people are searching for health and fitness shows. The benefit for, for you with getting more people tuning in is that more questions are going to come in. And the more questions that come in, the more opportunity there is for me to answer uh, questions on, on a wide variety of, of topics that can help you improve your health, fitness, and nutrition, all right? So those of you that won, go ahead and send me that name uh, on Instagram or in an email, and we'll go ahead and get you set up with that um, that gift for you. Now, if you want to go ahead and check out Mir for yourself and get a discount, just go to mir.com, M-I-I-R.com, and use the code ADAMPULLMAN20 at checkout for 20% off of your order. The other affiliate that I am so happy to work with is Magic Spoon Cereal. I just ordered their um, strawberry and banana flavors. I'll be 100% honest with you. I don't plan on eating the banana one by itself. I'm not sure if that sounds so great, but I'm very curious on mixing the banana and the strawberry together. I'll have to keep you guys posted on what that uh, that what that tastes like. So if you want a uh, delicious high-protein cereal, 
um, that is low calorie, low sugar, low carb, doesn't break the bank as far as sugar and all that stuff goes, a great way to you for you to satisfy your sweet tooth, uh, go ahead and go to magicspoon.com and use the code PULMANFIT at checkout for $5 off of your order, all right? Now, if you are wanting to have a question answered on this show, let's say it's about your nutrition or your training program or um, something that you're trying to figure out so you can make improvements to your overall health, go ahead and send in that question on Instagram. You can find me there. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. Every single Saturday, you'll see a question box on my story that says, ask me a question or ask me anything. That is where I collect questions to answer here on the show. So go ahead and submit as many questions as you would like in that little box. And um, I will go ahead and answer them briefly there on the story and then in detail in long form here on the show. Now, if you're new to the show, new to Pullman Fitness, new to me in general, you can get plenty of free resources and free guides to help you out along your journey that I have written for you um, from things like building better arms to building a better butt, all that good stuff. Uh, so go ahead and go to PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N dot com slash free, and you can download all of those resources absolutely free. All right, question of the day. How to tell if you are over-exercising, and if so, what are some recovery tips? Great question. So I'll be honest. I think that a majority of people likely aren't over-exercising, um, especially if you're in the weight room. There's a possibility, but I just think a majority of people don't over-exercise. Usually it's some sort of um, something that's missing somewhere else in their health, fitness, and nutrition that's making things seem off. However, there are people out there that definitely do overdo things, definitely do overexercise. And I found this to be the case with um, those that do a lot of high-intensity boot camp classes like Orange Theory, F45, um, any sort of like super high-intensity, super crazy cardio classes like that. Um, that's where I notice this. And it's not that there's anything inherently wrong with those classes whatsoever. It's just that it is very, very demanding on the body. I mean, it's very taxing. And when there are when you do those things, you know, four, five, six, seven days a week, chronically, without any sort of break whatsoever, you are definitely putting yourself at risk for overexercising. Um, at the very least, negatively impacting your metabolism, maybe even impacting your hormone function. Um, you could have increased levels of cortisol that stay high forever. Uh, you feel wired and tired, all of that good stuff or bad stuff, I should say. Um, so that is where I notice a huge, a huge trend with people that tend to be over-exercising there. These are individuals that feel, um, you know, they're the individuals that would say, I absolutely have to get my class in. I have to get my class in. Um, I'm addicted to it. You know, I, f I feel different after I do it. And usually these people are the wired and tired people. And these classes are really the only thing that can get them feeling like they have any sort of energy. Um, the, you know, usually the, the common trend here is that they are, uh, they are addicted to caffeine, but they don't feel anything. They need caffeine to get a little bit closer to normal rather than be at normal and get above normal with caffeine. Um, and every, their HPA access dysfunction is, is, is flared up and they are just, they're in the crapper. Okay. Um, now this isn't all people that do these classes. I'm just saying that in those settings, that's usually where you find the people who feel these things. Now, what are the things that you guys can look out for to, to, for, you know, to help yourself figure out if you are overtraining or not? Now I will say this before I give you these things. 
If you feel one of these things or a few of these things, that does not mean that you are with certainty overreaching or overtraining, okay? Ultimately, you have to be that guide, that gauge. If you work with a coach um, or a personal trainer or um, whomever, even a doctor could probably help you figure out if you are overreaching or overtraining with this stuff. Um, speaking to some sort of professional can definitely help you get some insight with your case specifically. Uh, you know, For example, you might be feeling some of these things that I'm talking about, but you're doing moderate exercise two days a week. So the odds that you're overreaching and have symptoms of actual overtraining are probably pretty low. They are probably just symptoms of different issues, if that makes sense, all right? So now let's get into <clears throat> the few different things here that people tend to notice when they are overreaching and overtraining. Um, the first one is going to be uh, performance progressively um, decreasing. So especially with strength. Now here's the thing. We are not... Um, we are not beings that 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 can always progress. Uh, eventually, there is going to be some dip. Eventually, we're going to begin to regress. For example, when we reach a certain age, our strength is likely going to start going down a little bit. If we were always able to just get progressively and progressively and progressively stronger and always be able to progressively improve our performance, we would see some some 80-year-olds, 90-year-olds that can do some amazing feats that, you know, 30, 40-year-olds cannot, but that's not the case. So not only do we tend to kind of, you know, drop off at a certain age, but we also have dips when we are, are even in our prime and we are training in general. Sometimes we have those dips. So don't think that if you have a day where you felt a little bit weaker or maybe a week, a whole week where you felt a little bit weaker that you are automatically like over-exercising, okay, or overreaching. One of the big things is the chronic, um, the chronic dip in your performance. So you've noticed that um, you've been following a really, you know, challenging training program and you were gaining strength, gaining strength. You've been working out for a year relatively consistently without taking any sort of breaks. And now you're starting to notice that you're feeling fatigued, that in the workouts, you know, you're not getting any stronger. It's been four weeks and your strength hasn't increased whatsoever or your performance, however you're measuring that and your workouts hasn't increased whatsoever. That can be a sign that you are overreaching and overtraining. Again, remember, not guaranteed. It could be a symptom of something else, of some sort of other underlying issue, all right? The next one is going to be feeling super sore for very long periods of time. Um, and this one has to do um, not only with the overall workouts that you're doing, like over the course of a week, but also how demanding one workout was, the intensity of one workout. Um, if you are sore for more than two days, you are most likely overreaching for that one workout that made you sore. Now, the intention of your workout should never be to get sore. Um, that is not a sign of progress. That's just a sign that you made some micro damage to those muscles um, and they need to recover. Now, it's normal the first day after if you are sore. It's normal to feel a little sore the first day. The second day is a little bit more sore, delayed onset muscle soreness, and then it should start to taper off and go away. However, if that soreness lingers around for days and days and days, you likely overreached in that last training session. So the next week when you get to that same workout or even later in the week when you get to a different workout, take that in mind. Take the intensity down so you're not obliterating your body too much. Um, because if your recovery is impacted, your progress is going to be impacted in, in a negative way. 
All right. So that is a big one to look out for. Um, an ideal situation is that you can have enough training frequency where you are, you are, um, hitting muscle groups, you know, two, three times a week. You're not too sore to do that two to three times a week. And your, your, your strength is increasing week over week. All right. Um, I would not be concerned if you're not sore after a workout whatsoever. The next one is, is chronically poor sleep. So you're having a hard time falling asleep when you wake up, you're not feeling rested, um, you, the, the sleep is just restless. You have that wired and tired feeling. Maybe throughout the day, you feel exhausted. Um, and then when you go to bed, you feel like you're a little bit, you just can't fall asleep. You're staring at the ceiling. You're not necessarily wired, but maybe a little anxious and you just can't wind down and go to sleep. That is often a sign that you are overreaching or overtraining. Um, aside from that, this is a big one for those that are doing high impact stuff and even weightlifting in, in very low rep ranges your joints aching. Uh, again, if this is something that you are noticing over long periods of time, could be a sign. Um, if it's over one workout, you could have just overdone it in that one workout. So look for your joints aching um, consistently. They're, you know, they're, they're not, they're just not feeling great. Maybe they're a little stiffer. Um, you, you have a good sense of how your body normally feels. And if, if, if there's any sort of deviation from that, you should be able to tell. So, so, so look for your joints aching there. Um, Another one that people don't tend to think about is getting sick more often. When you um, work out, it is a stress to your body. And so if you are doing that stress, if that stress is too much too often, your body is going to begin to shut down, especially if it doesn't have that recovery in place. And your immune system is one of the things in your body that is going to tend to suffer from things like overtraining and overreaching. And so if you notice yourself, if you notice that you're getting sick more often with things like the common cold, for example, that could be a sign that your immune system is kind of just down for the count, all right? Now, keep in mind that I'm a personal trainer. This is stuff that I have learned through my certifications and my education. I am not a doctor, so I'm not going to someone that is, I'm not someone that's going to like diagnose that for you, nor can I, nor should I. So if you ever feel like this stuff is going on, make sure you talk to a doctor about it. However, um, Getting sick more often is is a, a relatively common sign of overreaching and overtraining. Another one is chronic fatigue that kind of goes in with everything I've talked about up to this point and a loss of appetite. So normally if you are strength training and you are increasing in your performance and you are improving week over week, you should notice that your hunger is increasing. Your body is asking for more nutrients to fuel the workouts that you're doing, to fuel the activity that you are doing. When you have that loss of appetite, as a result of working out consistently, that's usually not a great sign. Um, so keep an eye out for that and see how that has been uh, affected. Now, if you feel these things and you're like, okay, I want to recover a little bit more and try to get things back on the right track, if that is the case, here are some things that you can do. Now, a, a, this one is really challenging for those that are addicted to those workouts, those high-intensity workouts, but it's extremely necessary. Decrease the intensity. It's not like you have to take, you know, months off of exercise and be a couch potato. It's still you can still do some activity, but take the intensity way 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 down. Maybe even instead of working out, you just go on more walks or you take a casual ride on your bike or um you do a hike once a week, something like that. Take the overall intensity down. You can still move, still get activity, but take the intensity down. Another option is simply just taking time off, like a week off. This is something that I think a lot of people should do every, at, at the least every, I don't know, three months or so. Just take a week off of working out. It's good for your body to rest, to recover, to recuperate. And it's also good for you to kind of just 
get away from that 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 mindset and that headspace of always feeling the need to progress towards the next thing week over week. Like it's mentally and emotionally exhausting and physically exhausting. And sometimes it's nice to rest and pause. Um, it's a it's a huge it's a huge element of our lives that I think is highly highly underrated. Um, and that is, that is rest. We don't do the work so that we can rest. We rest so that we can do the work. All right. That's how we were created and how we were designed. So I suggest that you highly take advantage of that if that's not something that you have done. Take a week off and then go back to your workouts the week after that, maybe t- taking down the intensity a little bit and see how you feel. Your body might just be in a place where it's like, bro, I need to shut off for a while. Like, stop doing this to me. It might be screaming to you, but you're so used to how your body feels, you don't notice. So give that a shot if you haven't in a while. The next one is just going to be relieving stress, uh, yoga classes, meditate, pray, um, find ways to just relieve the stressors in your life because working out, like I said, is a stress, okay? That is a stress on the body. We don't often think about that. When you're working out, you are not building muscle. When you are working out, you are you are sending a stress to your body. Now, the body adapts to that signal over time, but you are stressing your body physically in that time, in that given time when you are working out. You are adding a stress to that body. And if you had all the other stresses of work, you have stress of family, you have stress of, of your business, your finances, your relationships, um, your trauma, whatever, you take all of that stress and pile it and pile it and pile it on if you are not finding a way to manage it, um, to at least alleviate a little bit of it, your body is going to, to shut down. It's going to shut down. Now, it's very resilient, absolutely, but it's not going to be thriving, not going to be living optimally if that is the case. Um, another recovery tool, and this is kind of for people that um, that tend to chronically diet or restrict calories, nourish your body well. Give your body the nutrients that it needs to thrive. Now, that is not an excuse to just eat anything you want and be like, oh, well, I need to give my body nutrients, so I'm going to give it, you know, a thousand times the nutrients that it needs from every single food source possible, and I'm just going to stuff my face. But it's more so your relationship with food, your mindset around food. Are you looking at food as something that is going to potentially make you gain fat? Or are you looking at food as something that's going to enhance your workout, that's going to enhance your recovery after your workout, that's going to allow you to feel well for your 10 o'clock meeting? Um, How are you looking at food? So eat to nourish your body, reestablish your relationship with food. Uh, Regardless of, of whether or not you're feeling the effects of overtraining, I think all of these recovery practices should most definitely be a part of your of your routine, taking time off, decreasing your intensity or your volume, you know here and there, um, giving your body a chance to just rest and recuperate, praying, meditating. Um, instead of going to the gym, maybe you take a walk with a friend or you go get coffee with a friend or ice cream with a friend or something, you know, um, do something to give your body the space and time that it needs to rest and recover so that when you go back to doing that work, it can do it really, really well without feeling like it has to completely shut down on you. All right. I hope this episode has been um, helpful in some way and brought you some value. If you know somebody that could benefit from this episode, share it with them, spread the love, let them know that this show is where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. 
If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is the podcast.